Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you really ever need to know. I am Eric Zempa. I'm Brady Steffel. I'm Annie Larner. Come on, guys. It has to come a lot quicker than that. I was right there, Annie. A lot quicker. A lot quicker. Can we redo? We had complaints. We had complaints last time. Everybody's like, you know, they're a little slow on it. It's a little slow on it. You got to jump on it. You start paying for this service, you can critique it. Until then, (laughs) get out of here with that. That's right. (laughs) How's everybody doing? How's your week going? Pretty good. Busy, but yeah, otherwise pretty good. Yeah, and you have like... Yeah, go ahead, Annie. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I was just out driving today, and I couldn't believe the traffic out there. It feels buzzy. It is. It doesn't feel kind of like the holidays, I guess. You know, it's like all of a sudden it gets a little crazier and a little busier, but... Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Anything exciting you've done the last few days, Brady, Annie? I drove Good. to work on Monday. I'm trying to think of anything's happened at all. Like, you know, like nothing's happened. It was, you know, it's nice now. It's cold now. Um, it was beautiful there for a while. And now it's just like, it was just all whoosh, whoosh yesterday. And it's like, well, okay. Who I sucked up a bunch more leaves. That's what I did. Chuck load oh, number three. So many leaves. Oh uh, yeah. Now wait a, a second. Now that's a good moment to pause. Now do Let's, you do you all like bag your leaves or do you do something else with them? I put mine. I I take them over and I go grind them all up and then I dump them in the back of the truck, which I then take to the diversion center. Aside from the ones, what you're giving me the thing. Because you know what, what it is, is I don't understand. <laughs> so like when I left my parents' house, I, I vowed I would never bag leaves ever again and transport them somewhere. So again, yeah. I'm a huge gardener. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to start a leaf it alone campaign. So just mulch them and throw them in your yard. Yeah. You don't need we, them. Bring them to my yard. I, we don't yeah, I Okay. I, I'm going to back up with three pickup fulls that I've been stomping on to make them fit in the back of my truck. And then I'm going to, I'm not even done. I got my oak trees dropping right now. So I got an oak. I got a locust. I got another locust in the front, two locusts in the back. There's an L next door. And then I don't even know what the other one is. There's like six or seven trees. Is this my, like competition like, about the biggest tree or something like that? You're throwing this a lot is of you shade. Saying, what are you oh, doing? Leaf, what are you doing? Just leave yeah. it in place, right? Yeah. Like leave it my alone. yard. My, yeah. yeah. My gravel in my driveway would just be dirt. It wouldn't be. Yeah. Look, I don't want, do I want the gravel? No, I'm going to take care of it while it's there. I'm going to have it replaced with something eventually. But you know, take care of the gravel. Yeah, well, you, you, what do you have to do to take care of it? Get rid of the weeds. You know, like what what, what, what kind of squalor do you live in, Ozempa? <laughs> Annie, so are you a leaf bag? Yeah, no, we do. Oh, my gosh. Heck no. We never leaf bags. And and I'll, I'll hit you up, Brady, because we've got tw- 24 trees on our property. We is. are swimming in leaves this time of year. And we take the mower and we mow them to break them down. And then we kind of just leave them in the yard and let them turn into compost for the yard. I will say the problem when it comes to the lawn care becomes like you have, we don't pick up our grass clippings either. So you get thatch issues and we have to deep thatch sometimes in the spring. And that's a problem too. But for the most part, we just let it stay in the yard. Sometimes we'll throw them into the compost pile. And I also have a great gravel driveway which is uh, fun for me because I take my electric um, leaf blower, which mm-hmm. is super fun. And I just blow those off into the yard to clear the grass. Right. And I, I have a chain link fence between the yard. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like, I don't bag them. I just throw them in the truck and then I drive the truck down to the thing. So it's not like I've got the individual, you know, like hefty yeah, bag yeah. after hefty. I saw there was, there was somebody, we were out walking the dogs and there's a, uh, a lady who was out and she was scooping up 
uh, leaves from the street, uh, the oh, curb, oh, with a like a, an aluminum shovel that's you know 18 inches wide and putting them into <laughs> literally a kitchen bag. She was then putting in the back, oh. and it was this little baby. And I was just like, okay, if you're listening. Kudos. Uh, I didn't think I don't go that far. I let the streets oh, weep for yeah, suck up in the spring. Exactly. No, I have to I actually have to throw a little shade here. A little sun actually, because this leaves leaves are dropping. Get it. Uh um No, we have seventy-five trees on our property. No, I'm kidding, we don't. So, yeah. But you you both were cracking me up. I have forty two. I have fifty-nine point nine. It's, it's a lot of leaves. That's all I'm saying. There's a lot of leaves. There's a sixty foot oak in the front yard. It's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. It's, yeah. The kids so. love it though. It's like fun to play in. We'll just we do make piles, but just purely for jumping in, not for collecting. So Annie, I have to give a shout out to our mutual arborist friend, Tanner. Yeah, who Tanner. Is coming by to take a look at our oak, which awesome. um, yeah. So he he wants to have a consult with it. I feel like I'm gonna do some Reiki around you're, the oak. You're or not part like of it. It's just between <laughs> him and the oak. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah we, we come to find genuine. out we had a a, a shared uh, arborist so it's it's pretty funny but i absolutely love him he's my neighbor too as well so it's really cool so thank yeah, you to, to share Tanner's that a, name tanner is a tree climber only he will not yeah. come back in with the buckets he it's beautiful we have a huge cottonwood in our backyard and he comes and works on that every couple of years and the boys, of course, love it. It's such a show because it comes out there. They bring the ropes. They do all the climbing. They get way up there. It's yeah. so impressive. And they're out belaying, you know, like 50 feet back from it. It's so crazy. Yeah. And Brady, really I have to tell you what he said. So he's walking the neighborhood, him and his wife. And I said, hey, you know, hey, Tanner, you know, would you take a look at our oak? And, you know, and would you be consider trimming it? He goes, it would be my honor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like a man who takes pride in his work. Shout out to like, Oh, yeah. Like, he he like, like knows our know, trees by name. You know, he comes and like pets them and says hello and sees how they've grown the last year. You got to send this guy around because I need somebody to look at mine for sure. I've got Actually, he's yeah. awesome. He's really awesome. So, anyway, his wife looks at me and goes, You know, we talk about your tree all the time. And I go, <laughs> You know, there's just, I don't talk about other people's trees. That seems kind of rude. So, yeah. Anyway, it was funny. rude. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, that's yeah. how flattering is that to have a tree yeah. that somebody talks about? It is. About. It's cool. Yeah. All right. So, I, I talk uh, about my trees and you just tell me to shut up. I know. I need to keep you all on the rails here. So, we probably need to get yeah. into some news about Longmont. So, uh, yeah. uh, first of all, I do want to give a shout out. We actually have a few listeners abroad. So, we have a few people in Sweden who are listening to us and have consistently. Hey, cool. So, hey. Our, our Swedish listeners, you know, tell your friends. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. tell them. Some idiots <laughs> uh, live in the middle of the United States. That's right. They don't talk about anything. I don't know. <laughs> but seriously, if you are listening from a different country, we look like it, it yeah. just thrills us to pieces. Oh, just, just to pieces. So send us a line, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Let, let us know what you do with your leaves. That's right. Side dish longmont at gmail.com and certainly send it in your native language and we'll figure out how to translate it. So not um, yeah. Old. But yeah. Awesome. Uh let's see. News of Longmont. Uh, Annie, got anything? Well, um, I've got something to do with a little bit outside of Longmont here. Okay. Um, I wanted to mention, you know, Canned Aid, which is mm, yeah. the nonprofit that I think it was started by. I kind of started by Oscar Blues, right? But it now was. it's sort of its yeah. own independent it's its own thing, thing. Yep. stands on its own now, but heavily supported by Oscar Blues ongoing. They are doing a fundraiser matched by the Brady Family Foundation to come up with 
a, um, they're going to build this in Berthid. It's going to be the first accessible playground. Oh. Yeah, so they're going to, um, I guess these accessible playgrounds. So obviously accessible for everyone. They, there aren't any really in Northern Colorado. So this will be pretty unique. If you do have kids that have access issues, finding a playground that works, you have to travel quite a bit. So they're, they're going to put this playground up in Berthid. So this fundraiser is going on now, if you want to participate and I'll be matched up to 25 K by this family foundation. Fancy. Yeah, that's really cool. But I read about that and I think it's really great to have an accessible park that that's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. You know, good See, on them cool. to do that. They've come a long way since I needed one. They were just like, if you die, you die. It's whatever. It's <laughs> yeah. It's all no I mean, bars. I'm and... sort of of the like belief that the playgrounds that you find anymore are almost a little bit sanitized, like they're a little too safe, you know? Oh, I'm no. like, uh, like you need kids need a little danger, you know, in their lives. They need to feel that edge a little bit. However, this is That's this how they feel a alive. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Access versus yeah. Safety. I will I say, mean, you know, safety are maybe a little different, but yeah, when I grew up, it was like, uh, we go to Scott Carpenter park in Boulder and they had these swings that were just enormous mm-hmm. and you'd like, right, we, we had right. a, a wonderful habit of you know, like f- jumping out of them mid <laughs> mid swing. <laughs> yep, and it was true. like, so cool. Wrench an ankle, get up, dust yourself off. Come on, you know, get back yeah. on there, you know, do it again. You know, and <laughs> on that horse those don't exist anymore, you know? So yeah, it's kind of sad. No. And I yeah. like a lot of that stuff's been replaced with, uh, the rubber, the yeah. rubber mulch now too, which stinks. That stuff reeks. But you know, if you fall on it, it <laughs> doesn't well, it smell doesn't yeah. well, It smells like hot rubber. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not great. Uh, but you know, you're gonna fall on it. You just sort of bounce, literally bounce back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's stanky stuff. But we had the you know the the giant chips of mulch that would spear into your hands. You're like, should we get this looked at? Uh, no, you yeah. you've had your shots. You're fine. I want to remind everybody to go out and get their winter passport. I'm holding mine up here real quickly. It is the, uh, you know, I, I, at our friends, at, I went visited our friends at Miko on the official, you know, cheese cracker sponsor of side dish. But uh, <laughs> Shane was telling me that, you know, or, or actually it was Isaac who was telling me that you got to, you know, collect stickers. And, you know, if you, t- you spend $10, then you can enter to win a prize. And there's lots of places to go and it's downtown centric and it's really cool to get small shops involved. And so anyway, it's kind of like playing bingo, but you get these little stamps and everything and nice. you get to do that. And I admit I've really never done it before. So I feel really bad, but anyway, so I'll be doing it this year, but yeah. Is that the thing? No, there was something with bars a couple of years ago and like you get a pass, you go to the bars, and then you, you do enough, you get a shirt and there's, there's yeah, a group that did it. Group yeah. that did it in the after, in an afternoon. Like <laughs> they hit every bar. <laughs> so, so is that visit long <laughs> visit Longmont still has yeah, those? They're like beer passes or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Breweries and that sort of thing. Yeah. So check that out at Visit Longmont. But if you want to learn about the passport, you can look at the um, shop loco or go to the downtownlongmont.com site um, to learn a little bit more about it. You can also get your passport at uh, various vendors when you're in there. But you know, it's a really great way to support local businesses yeah very cool yeah um and then yeah, see, uh, yeah, go ahead. That, you know what you i think you've mentioned a few times this ongoing casa bonita story yeah oh, you got they, uh, yes. they hired a chef they hired an executive oh chef. i didn't see that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. dana uh, rodriguez she's she started a couple restaurants down there super mega bien and working class that's downtown in larimer square and nice. she's like no slouch at all she's a three-time james beard yeah i heard that she was a restaurateur and that's as far as i got in the article i was trying to i um, am yeah so it's really good that you bring this up because i have to say i think 
it's really interesting how they're going to thread that needle. Because to me, Casa Bonita is more about like the kitsch. And if you try to make it upscale and stuff, I'm like, you know, I, right. that's so, not really what so, it's all I, about. I worry about this be- too. I work no. with us too. My friend was like, she brought up that, you know, the whole Russian roulette of the food is kind of part of the experience. Yes, exactly. This gamble yeah. you take, yeah. which I'm kind of on board with, but they did say, and I quote, that their goal is to improve everything, but change nothing. And I feel like they're working hard to like maintain, they, they're still going to do cafeteria style where you like slide the trays down yeah. the thing, but they want to make it all in-house. So I think you just you won't like gamble your stomach on the food. It's going to be really good, but I feel like they're going to try to maintain that same super cafeteria corny vibe that they've always had. I, you know, I have high hopes. I, you know, it's really funny because really everybody goes, ah, oh, it was horrible, blah, blah. He's like, I've had worse food in my life. So, <laughs> um, like- you know, there were a few things that were Velveeta cheese sauce. So, you know, it's all good, but it was <laughs> part of the experience. That? Of course. Oh, no, it was okay. really expensive too, as well. It wasn't like a cheap place to go, but you know, it's like, if you make it, you know, farm to table artisanal, I'm like, really, right. you know, that's not right. really what I'm right. signing up for. You know, let yeah. the kids have a little Velveeta, you know? <laughs> yeah. Eric says, this is on record. Eric says, feed yeah. the kids more oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. You got to have a little velvet. I've seen that stuff that are bad for you. I've seen that stuff made, um, yeah. by yeah. the way. And it's, it's, it's a lot of oil in some of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a push when I worked at Kraft. to just like, yeah, let's get, get some of the cheese out of here. Some more oil in this. Some cheese flavor. <laughs> it's oh, gross. Man. Yeah. So, Andy, have you been to Casabonita before? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just curious. Oh, yeah. I mean, no. it's more like when's last time I went, which was, I think we did, we've gone in the last five years to yeah. at some point. So, so for me, um, it's like, if they're still about raising the flag and getting unlimited sopapillas, really, I don't care about yeah. the food. Oh, and yeah. she's recreating the sopapillas. That was also a commitment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the hell? You know, pretty soon they'll realize that, oh my God, we're spending too much money and they'll go back and dumb it down. Uh, you know? Yeah. I'm so, curious yeah. what the, cause I'll, cause if it was expensive to get that, like, Great D food. I wonder what we're going to be looking at now with this James Beard oh. chef. <laughs> yeah. So on a side note to that, you know, last night we made kind of what we're, we're calling '80s tacos because when I was in high school, it was like Old El Paso, and you know, the taco seasoning packet was made oh, yeah. in make my house. Make so, I just call those Midwest tacos. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because we use ground beef and like yeah, you know, shredded cheese or like just yeah. the. Oh, in yeah. the in the yeah in the old Ortega yeah yeah that that thing just like so Hill. it's it's funny we made those and you know and my daughter was like that's gross and I'm like yeah but it's like 80s we did that like in super high good and whatever yeah should, like oh, we call farm tacos because that's yeah. what we do it's like yeah. in the Midwest um, beef is just super common because that's where it's like where they grow it you know it's where the cow you know there's well. What do you, how, how, how would you it. how would you make a cow they're, they're indigenous Eric? to the would, Midwest? Where they would grow you, it? Would so you grow just, it's like yeah. you put some le- actually you get crushed leaves, you know, that you haul <laughs> on a pickup truck and you throw them around a cow. That's yeah. how you grow a cow. Yeah. Spruce it, gonna get, you know. <laughs> well, you know, they grow, cows grow, you know, they don't just start that big. But I mean, it's it's relatively cheap. Beef is relatively cheap up there. I remember that's one of the first things we noticed when we moved to Virginia was the difference in the beef, like beef was more expensive and we didn't enjoy it as much. We started eating other stuff, um, but that was just part and parcel living up there. And so ground beef went into everything because ground beef was cheap. And um, yeah, we'd make tacos out of it. So I call them Midwest tacos or farm tacos. Uh, Cause that's what, and we still eat them. Like we, we didn't for years, we turned our nose up and I was like, you know, what we should have. Yeah. Just, just, and they're good. I mean, your yeah. daughter aside, I don't I know. I don't cotton with that opinion. I think they're delicious. So I'm curious to know 
I, so we noticed that the hard shell, like taco shells seem to be diminishing. So we're just pitch. We're just figuring people don't do that anymore. Mm. And so we're like the last bastion of people doing this because they can go to Taco Bell or wherever and get a cheap taco. You and so me both, man. Maybe we are. I don't know. But anyway, it was fun. I'll eat them uh, so long as they're there. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, on a side note, kind of going along with meat, uh, we heard from a friend, Jeff, who is a listener of the show. And he was telling me about a new opportunity of um, Jeff. Sorry, John Skaggs. Is this with Herbalife? No, exactly. I'm going to tell you about a multi-level <laughs> marketing scheme. All right, Brady, are you seeking financial freedom? Would Let you, me tell you about that. Would um, you like to become a business owner? And I'm reading here from the Longmont leader. Longmont's John Skaggs and his stable of heritage pigs are dipping their toes into Colorado's $64 million agro-tourism business. Mm. So what he's hoping to uh, do is his exotic line of pigs will soon pave the way for events where private chefs cook for families and a greenhouse from which he can sell peppers, tomatoes, and other crops under the umbrella of his lazy J farm near Uniwat. No, I believe that's I, the I one. Know. I think that's the one on the way to Boulder. Is that the okay. one on the right-hand side, like to the west side of when you're on the diagonal past the, the log place? Um, Lazy J Farm Stand is on uh, the Lazy J Farm Stand, I should say, is on uh, Mineral Road, which okay. is off of this is off of geez, almost 119. Okay, yeah, so that's what the oh, farm it makes stand sense. Is the diagonal, yeah. 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 So, anyway, so he um, he was with formerly Haystack Mountain Cheese, and so it sounds like he's going to raise pig and they're going to eat him. So, right, yeah. I, I mean, let's cut, to the quick, let's cut to the quick. You know, it's pretty right. much what it's all about. But when about. he said exotic pigs, I, I'll say my mind didn't go to, you know, like spices or it was just like, oh, so they're going to be wearing what, like just nice shoes, like European <laughs> style or something. <laughs> exotic, you know, just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's from, the, from the old country. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Jeff says we should get him on the show, and I think we should because I'd yeah, love to hear more here. about this. I think it's fascinating. I didn't know agrotourism was a $64 million industry, and this kind of goes back to Annie's hayride activity and terror in the corn. That's is also this... considered agrotourism, is what Absolutely. I understand. Is that so, a lot? $64 million in a specific tourism? Is that a lot? It seems like a lot considering it probably came from nowhere. I'm sure it's expanding like. Well, I mean, it's more than I make in a week, but it's, you well, know, no, it's I have the, 75 trees and I make $75 million, but anyway, <laughs> well, way to go. I'm, I didn't know I could, I could be turning these, these just <laughs> big wooden sticks that come out of the ground into, into weekly revenue. That's a new one for me, but yeah. no, I mean, I, I, it seems like there would be a lot of uh, quote unquote agro-tourism and you could probably bin that out however you want because at one point it was probably just tourism but if you'd say oh i'm gonna go to wine country in napa i mean is that agrotourism right because i kind of wonder like how much of the wine country on the western slope is considered agrotourism too yeah yeah absolutely you know i would i would agree with that i think that that is agrotourism you know, yeah. but going to Casa Bonita is probably not agro-tourism. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is particularly farm to table. Yeah, but that's another thing. <laughs> not so um, yeah, and uh, let's see, another thing, Moe's Bagels is open. So oh, yeah, I saw they opened up. It's exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. I haven't been. I'm going to go. Yeah, so I'm going to go yeah. this week. So pretty exciting. I, I absolutely love Moe's Bagels. have loved them for, gosh, nearly probably decades now because they've been around yeah. for decades. Yeah. So well, I welcome now, what's, the your, what's your go-to bagel, Eric? I'm sorry. I'm a poppy seed. I'm a plain poppy, poppy seed. seed kind Ooh. of guy. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really go for the, as my friends would say, the Goetia bagel, which is the 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 white anglo-saxon bagel which is like cranberry walnut you know 
goat oh, cheese. Oh, right. The yeah. sweets. Yeah. Yeah. No. I go for the mm-hmm. kind of the regular bagel. Yeah. 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 I like a salt bagel or a sesame. Oh, sesame is good too. Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to go uh, everything. Everything. Everything yeah. yeah. is yeah. good too. It can be a lot of times, but sometimes you just want to focus in on maybe one of them. Although I do like everything. Yeah. 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 I like, like I'm there for the locks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> have, have you guys been to this? This is not Longmont, but that super heady bagel place in Boulder. I'm forgetting the name of it now. That's like near, hmm, it's that whole area, the McGuckins, that whole shopping center. Mm-hmm. And oh. Pretty legit bagels. I mean, they're like ridiculously expensive for a bagel, but it's worth the tourism of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, you know, it's a bagel. How much should it really cost? No, that's the thing about like, yeah, it's like, ah, it's, it's the patisserie or what it's like, ah, that's flour and water, sir. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, know what you expect day. out of me. You had to boil this and then cook it. And <laughs> wow. Um, but you know, when somebody's got a good product, it can be worth the money. Uh, but side note. Yeah, a little side note here. Isn't it fascinating that studies have shown that Italian food commands a much more expensive expensive price tag than, say, Chinese food, even though you can make the case that one is more expensive than the other yeah. as far as the cost to produce it. So it's I mean, really, if you're looking at Italian really food, funny. It's, it's, like, it's like dairy and, and flour, and yeah. you're, you're there. So I mean, spaghetti tomatoes. is tomatoes and basically right. pasta. Spaghetti I mean, really. And if, you live, and if you live in the Midwest, there's hamburger in there. <laughs> just saying that yeah, is true that is true that's what i grew and they're growing those cows with leaves mulch leaves you gotta um, grow a cow yeah hey and one other one other thing too when we're talking about our lying areas a shout out to city o city again because i left this jacket that i'm wearing right now at mm-hmm. city o city when we were talking mm-hmm. with dylan you know before yeah. we went to the event you got Go a handwritten exhibit. note from dylan too i did it? actually no i have to say that they were so nice my daughter said you know that jacket's not going to be there and i said you know I'll give it a shot. So I called. Is that where you went for the Van Gogh exhibit? Before the Van Gogh exhibit. So oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. if that was at the place where you went to the Van Gogh exhibit, no, 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 no. Burned it. No, no, no. Yeah, so, he's just ragging on our exhibit. So here's. <laughs> so anyway, I get there and they're like, "Oh yeah, we have that jacket." So I grab the jacket and Maddie goes, "I can't believe somebody didn't steal it." And I said, "You know, looking around the patrons, there were a lot of like tapestries and cloths that people were wearing, but there was right. no real jacket." It was a very free-flowing fabric kind of gr- crowd, and I felt a bit like I was wearing a suit jacket and dress pants and everything, and I felt really a uh, fish out of water. Um, but it was fine. I will I, say, I, will I still say had Eric lunch wearing, there, but it still was funny. Yeah, he's wearing basically the the Boulder uniform. He's got a North Face on. I do. Yeah. So he and he's not he's not bragging about it. No, but he's saying not. I got a North Face no. on. And I, I was just wondering, as you were saying that, if you were to go to a, like a restaurant or just like anywhere and say, I think I forgot my North North Face jacket here. I wonder yeah. how, like, how many times you would strike gold and you're just like, here's your jacket, sir. Exactly. Yeah, uh, just yeah. 15 like, jackets. Exact same yeah. one. Just yeah, like, which exactly. one? Which one yeah. of these is yours? Because yeah. like, that's just, it's so common. And you Absolutely. And then real it. quickly, a correction. My wife felt like I really undersold the Van Gogh thing. So oh. <laughs> I'm still going to undersell it. I'm double downing. So I, well, you know, it's funny. My mom actually got like a friend that called her up that had an extra ticket to go with her. And she was trying to rearrange things to go, including bailing on some babysitting obligations for me. And it was, we were trying to work it all out. I said, mom, you know, I don't know if you listen, but Eric said it was kind of <laughs> overrated. It's not that it's not really all that it's cracked up to be. And she goes, you know, that really does make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> 
a flipping movie. It's a movie. She, yeah, it's going to help yeah. with her FOMO. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you're locked in an escape room and you have to figure out Van Gogh clues to get out. You know, there's a movie going on. But anyway, so um, real quickly, I have a couple of other things. We know Brady is pushing against it. He's going to like some sort of fun party or something like that. But, um, but want to know what your secret talent is. We were talking with friends and one of our friends said whistling. Is oh, a I mean, talent. She believes that everybody has a secret talent. And so I, I'm curious to know what your secret talents might be. And Brady, you can't say guitars. We, we see your guitar. So it's not I mean, a secret. Yeah. It's not, nobody would know, you know, like. Well, I no, because you talk about it incessantly on the show. So everybody. Because there, there's a wall of them behind <laughs> me. People bring it up. Oh, you play the That's guitar. That's not secret because you go, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, a it's a nicer, yeah, it's, it's a nice backdrop. Yeah. You know, look at that. That's fancy. Look at there's a Stratocaster, there's a Yamaha. There's a whatever the classical is. Oh, dear God, here we go again. Look, oh. look, man, I don't have a secret talent. You yeah, <laughs> you do. I think your secret talent is woodworking. Well, fine. I like that's that's down. You don't have a lathe talk about up that. on your wall right yeah, now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the only reason I don't talk about woodworking is I can't have a table saw in my office. You nuts? Like <laughs> secret? You could. You could. Well, everything, <laughs> and you come over, and like everything out back is made out like stuff that I made. It's like it's not secret i'm like oh, i made all this it's fine <laughs> well it is kind of secret you don't run across people in town you're going hey i'm a woodworker what's a secret no, it's, talent yeah, it's annie fun. annie what is yours i don't i gotta say i don't do that on the, like as a rule when i'm out like by the way i play the guitar <laughs> <laughs> i think you do actually kind of i think like you do a quiet talent though it's kind of like this one that you just sort of <sighs> go into your little shop and you shut yourself up and you don't really like share. it's just this quiet even though you make something that's very marketable i feel like woodworkers kind of I know like one other and it's just kind of this little like this yeah. little baby telling does over it's here. Funny, really like, good at it. Is, it. <laughs> it's a very presentational thing, but you you very much do it for yourself. Like you, yeah. you do it because you yeah. want to do it's it. Like zen, so, it's like therapy. But yeah. you know, the funny thing is Brady, I don't think he is a woodworker because he's not quiet. So Annie, you just discounted <laughs> that. So there's no way he can do I'm, a woodworker. I'm quiet about the woodworking. <laughs> yeah, we're losing you on the screen too, I might add. Yeah, like just floating away. Oh, yeah. 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 No, it's uh that's no. fine. Annie, what's your secret talent? Um, all right. So I I believe that I can sing karaoke almost exactly like Ace of Bass. <laughs> I saw the now, sign. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's on. However, our family does a Christmas uh talent show usually every year. And uh I did a uh performance of Ace of Bass last year that went south pretty quickly. And oh. my family now believes I'm terrible at Ace of Base, but I think it was because I had a couple glasses of wine. I had some nerves, you know what I mean? And I didn't have the right microphone and there were some setting issues that went wrong. So I'm definitely blaming it on that. And this year is a redo. It's the reprise. Huh? And I'm going to sing a different song this time, but in the car by myself, I sound <laughs> just like Ace of Base. I'm just telling you. No, I think we need to hear this. Yeah, I think <laughs> we need to hear this. Definitely. If you want to pre-record it, we'll judge. <laughs> Or yeah, if you, you want to do, do the outros. Live, we don't carry. Yeah, we could. We could do. You could do the outros, Annie. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Ace of Base music is actually like kind of challenging. Some of the, you know, key signatures are weird, and it's it's well, harder of than you No, I wouldn't think it was difficult. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't think it was easy. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, I wouldn't think it was difficult. 
No, uh, I, I have no idea what you just said anyway. So Brady's getting dressed in front of us. So this yeah, is I, got, I totally got a yeah. party. We're going to hang out. Oh, dear God. Then. Yeah. Can you put Dressing your pants on somewhere else? Yeah. I took a shower right before yeah. this. And then it's like, ah, oh, I got to go get my belt. I got my belt. I like that. So I'm not yeah. dropping yeah. trow here. I'm just putting a belt. It kind of looks like you're dropping your trousers here. Come on, man. Anyway, so glad that you put on a clean t-shirt. You know, that's so different from usual. So, you know. Anyway. No, that, that's true. I'll, I'll own that. No, I don't. I got to. <laughs> I can get dressed for this. I don't even no, see you I in don't. person. Like, what am I gonna do? Ah, oh, can you can you smell me now? Get out of no. here. <laughs> All right. So you know we got a lot of things going on in Longmont as far as around the holidays. So just want to encourage people to go to downtown Longmont, their website. You're gonna have all the parade information. You're gonna have all the par- the Roosevelt Park lighting events, all that mm-hmm. wonderful stuff. The ice skating rink is opening. Um, so if you want to go down and, and you do some ice skating, you can go down to the Roosevelt Park uh, Pavilion and do that. And uh, you know, all those wonderful things that people equate, you know, your pumpkin spice latte and your peppermint latte, you know, you can do all that stuff downtown too as well, or really anywhere, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, to add to the holiday theme here, I wanted to throw another nonprofit out there to shout out, which is Kinsey causes. This is a Colorado nonprofit that supports, um, getting children toys with toy drives in December. And they are going to host a drive here in Longmont on December 11th. And um, it'll be at Whitefield Community Church from nine to one. So this is free holiday gifts for children from birth to 18. Um, If you or someone you know is in need of a little extra help getting toys under trees this year for Christmas, definitely check that out. Kenzie Causes. uh, The other thing too is um, Longmont, the turkey trot that the the city of Longmont does every year. I don't know if you you all got a bag. Um, at your house that says, Hey, you can donate stuff if you want to. Um, you can go to, if you go long, Longmont tr- Tricky Trot, I'm trying to remember the website. I'm sorry. But anyway, so if you go to, um, you want to donate anything, if you have one of these bags, you can leave it on your step on November 20th, or oh, you nice. can go on November 20th, which is this Saturday, and drop it off between 4th and 5th and Kimbark. So this includes bicycles because Bicycle Longmont is. Yeah taking donations and um, they're going to take those donations and distribute them out to the IR center and in between. So just want to encourage people to do that again, that's downtown. It's from, I think 9am to noon on Saturday, you can drop stuff off. If you don't have one of those bags, they're not going to come by. Um, But if you got distributed bag, they will come by and pick those up. If you need a bag, you can can call them. Of course, I don't have the information in front of me, but uh, but I will definitely put that in the show notes as far as where you can get a bag, but you can text, you can text this organization, and get a bag. So anyway, great. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, any other wonderful news to add? Wonderful. We, no, we let Brady go and I you gotta, know, get dressed and everything. So I gotta say, I'm looking at this year's uh, Longmont Turkey Trot shirt. And if you, they're, they're great. Go look it up. It's psychedelic. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> psychedelic shirt it is there's like it's long it's all spooky and there's like eyes and it's it's crazy loving it (laughs) well as always we thank andy epler for our intro music and just wanted to thank um annie brady of course as always for joining um side dish and uh if you have any questions or you're a swedish listener please reach out to us at (laughs) sidedishlongmont at gmail.com we made some mess ups or need some corrections also reach out to us at the same place but uh have any news same thing goes but just want to thank all our listeners and thanks for, for joining us thank you annie and brady you're, you're welcome thank you eric eric <laughs>